You're listening to Season 2 of I'll Meet You in the Lobby with host Jacinta Phelan. This episode of I'll Meet You in the Lobby is brought to you by seniorstays.com.au. Travel deals for the over 50s. Welcome to I'll Meet You in the Lobby. I'm your host, Jacinta Phelan. We're starting off a new year this year, 2020, and it's great. We've been going for 12 months and it's gone very, very fast. I'm starting off the year speaking with Simon Blair, not only the producer of uh, I'll Meet You in the Lobby, but he's also an expert in customer experience and uh, he has his own business, Five Degrees, and we're going to speak a lot today about, um, you know, customer experience on the phone um, and where your business may be missing out from the lack of uh, communication from some of your staff by uh, not asking questions, the right questions. So welcome, Simon, to 2020 on I'll Meet You in the Lobby. How are you? Yeah, great, uh, Jacinta. I was going to call you Jack then, but that's, that's we know each other very well. So, <laughs> um, Jack, Jacinta, well, I'll call you Jacinta. You're call the host. You well, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, good, good to be back. It's been great 12 months you and I working together and uh, on, on this show and um, just I suppose the uh, terrific guests that you've had on it's been an absolute privilege to to meet all, all of them and um, uh, just hear the just incredible insights and um, I suppose uh, suggestions and recommendations that they they bring to the table for people that work in the travel sector so yeah great great to be back and uh, look forward to another Yes, growing the show further and um, uh, having all another set of great guests um, in the year ahead. And also some insights from you. I'm, I'm really excited about today because you and I have been chatting just before we started the show this morning and um, you've had an incredible year last year uh, with some great clients. Actually, one uh, in common with, with me is Discovery Parks. Um, they're a great client of mine and, and of yours. Um, and you, I'd love you to just sort of speak about what you've been doing with Discovery Parks over the last 12 months um, from a customer experience point of view. Yeah, really from, uh, I suppose, the middle of middle of last year. Um, uh, they're, they're a business that has, uh, well, Australia's biggest um, tourist park slash caravan park o- operator and they... Um, uh, so and that provides challenges, you know, because they have to manage, you know, diverse uh, set of locations and I suppose businesses um, and in all all around Australia. And um, so, without having, you know, a lot of the work I do is with say with call centres and uh, businesses that have quite centralised sort of models. And um, so, as a result of I suppose wanting to get uh, a level of I suppose improvement. Um, in the experience, especially in the booking experience, what happens when people pick up the phone, uh, and also just to check what what the experience was like, just get, get some visibility around that, um, so they know what they're dealing with and can, can put in, I suppose, improvement strategies. And I think I think uh, just before you go on, is the the situation at the moment. A lot of people think um, that bookings are just all online these days, and it couldn't be further from the truth because. I know within in our own in my own business, Senior Stays uh, Travel website, the over fifties. We've we've run a poll with the over fifties on on Facebook actually with a lot of our followers, and it was incredible to find out that um, 
people will still research online, but they still love to pick up the phone. And believe it or not, 90% are still picking up the phone to make that um, booking. So Yeah, look, yeah. and that's um, historically it's, it's been that way for a, for a long time. Look, I'm sure there's, depending on the industries uh, that you, you measure, mm. there's a lot more people, no doubt, as the online experience has improved um, and it, it, it enables greater for um, self-fulfillment you, you can take it to its conclusion in terms of booking and ordering and uh, with a lot more confidence as a consumer but when there's things like holidays especially when there's big investment the greater the investment uh, the numbers still say that you know consumers will do their research online absolutely even go a lot further in the I suppose sales process that buying process than what they would have in the past but still at the point of Still making that decision, making that booking, uh, getting a, getting the confidence to, to lock that in, they want to pick up the phone and speak to someone. Um, so yeah, that's that's absolutely um, true with certainly my clients and uh, and that's inter- and that's where five degrees com- comes in, isn't it? This is yeah. what you do for your clients is help them increase their revenue um, in the in the from the from oh, the phone side correct. of things. Yeah, from speaking on the phone and getting those bookings. Yeah, so, so my, my work, my business, my whole career has been uh, phone-based in terms of call centres and uh, I, was, I, w- I worked in call centres for many years for many organisations, large companies like Telstra, ANZ, and I've been a, a consultant for uh, ooh, 16 or so years now, uh, helping companies to both, and this, this is the key to my business, it's, it's both measuring what's happening uh, when people pick up the phone at that critical moment of truth um but also then helping them fix it so building the skill sets in their staff and their managers to uh develop that capability for yeah phone customer experience and um because it has it's it's got a unique skill set there's a lot of similarities to -to face-to-face but there are some key differences and um your, your listeners yeah we're all consumers we know how often inconsistent that experience is when you when you deal with people over the telephone? Well, I just uh, returned from a trip, actually. From I did a road trip from Queensland to uh, back down to Melbourne and uh, I came down through um, the middle of... Uh, what's the... Um, sort of sort of the middle of New South Wales, uh, the Newell Highway. Yes. Um, and it was incredible. I, I, I decided I was going to book as I went and uh, the biggest problem I had was somebody actually answering the phone. <laughs> so, well, so that was my yes. experience. Actually. Step one, <laughs> yeah, step one, answer the phone. But it is, and that's it's critical that they you still have that. A lot of I know a lot of um, hotels are owned, um, can be owned by you know a husband and wife team. That's right, and they also do the cleaning and and yeah. they do everything at the property. But I do I did notice that um, a lot of them, you know, a lot of them will carry their phones around with them. Um, but it is so important, isn't it? And, and you're going to explain to us why. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, it's a moment of truth. Uh, you pick up the phone. Number one, does it get answered? Uh, is it, are you dealing with someone who's out and about or are they are they actually in a position to actually have a, the conversation that you're needing um, to make that decision? And so, yeah, it's hard. It is hard operationally for those certainly smaller businesses um to as you said like the mum the the husband and wife type team to get that right but you just have to you have to prioritize that when there's a lead there you know you could have great marketing you might have spent good money on marketing people pick up the phone you've got to be able to 
um, deliver an experience that uh, and make it easy for them to, to make make a booking uh, with you. Um, because if you don't, they'll shop around, they'll get oh. someone else, and whoever makes it easy, you know, will will typically get the business. So it's vitally important. Um, most people don't spend enough, invest enough. I'm talking even big companies in in that moment of truth and what happens. Um, and yeah, that's where I come in with a layer of expertise, but also measurement, you know, putting numbers around. So what is happening? Um, so the solution that I put in place for my clients in terms of helping them fix it, it's very targeted to where their starting point is. Uh, and that can be different for each business. So some clients, for example, are already delivering typically a good a good experience, but they want to be great. You know, that's a different... They want to be better. Yeah, they want to be better. Uh, so that's a different, um, I suppose, solution to a business where some more of the fundamental sort of communication skills um, uh, might not be quite there. Uh, and that could, could be for good reason. You know, they've just never been taught before or there's just not the level of expertise in the business around phone communication um, to, to do that themselves. And so they, they need some outside assistance. So you have some case studies to share with us, um, one being... Well, uh, yeah, Discovery. Discovery Parks. Yeah. So, so explain what you've been, what you've been working with them for the last six, six or 12 months. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a really good model of um, how, look, for every client that I have, it's, it's always tailoring the, the solution to suit the realities of their business, their maturity, um, the skill sets that they have internally, you know, what can they do themselves versus what they need me to help them with. And Discover is a good example of um, someone where there was already good maturity. And in fact, my key contact, uh, Joe Lovett in there, is a fantastic manager who instantly just understood needs-based sales. So we were able to talk the same language of, you know, what do you need to do in terms of the typical conversation that maximizes getting the booking? He knew that already from his own background and experience. Uh, And so because I was talking to, I suppose, a like-minded person on the client side, it meant we could um, get to more advanced and practical things about what can he do internally after we did the initial review with myself and my team doing a mystery shopping of the phone booking experience. We'd rang over 70 of their parks around the country just to measure. So what was happening? What was that experience like? From that, we were able to work together and Joe was able to run with that internally to develop the right sort of training, coaching for, I suppose, staff at the front line in these in these parks using my model. And as a result of that, um, uh, that, that was rolled out progressively around across a number of their parks. And then we post-training, we did another review. And so the combination of what I was doing externally with my team in terms of mystery shopping and measuring the phone experience and giving recommendations for improvement, he was able to run with that internally and be very targeted with the training in terms of what were the key skill sets to focus on to get an immediate sort of improvement um, and development of those competencies, you know, around good, that drive good conversation, good needs discovery and good, you know, to maximise, I suppose, make it easy for customers to to get uh, to book to book with them. And what were some of the results that stood out to, um, to you in that report? Yeah, well, it's been quite a stunning sort of turnaround I suppose pre and post training. Remember that their starting point was already really strong. You know, good foundations in terms of typically warm, friendly, helpful, knowledgeable. You know, all those key, key ingredients that are essential to just at least you know to be good. And so um, that meant they were able to have pretty good impact straight away. So what happened was um, 
from they basically their change they improve their score by 25 percent that's yeah that's huge you know so some examples in terms of the specific things we measure you know pre and post um you know that may they they needed focus a focus on to improve um they were only asking for and using the customer's name at the start of a call you know which we talked about as a key skill um you know around 10 percent of the time um, yeah, they were basically missing that chance to personalise and because and, they were so keen to get to you know, helping the customer and giving information. So by just focusing more on that level of engagement up front, you know, that improved by mm, close to 60%, right. just that okay. one specific behaviour. Um, and even though it seems like, oh, it's only using the customer's name, when you actually hear it in a conversation – when it's done versus when it's not done, it actually has a profound difference in terms of shifting the tone um, for the two parties involved. And the flow, yeah, the flow, the, flow. the conversation in, in regards yeah. to the booking. Because you're setting up, you're trying to yeah. set up, the key to great sales is to set up good conversation. Mm. With, and good conversation needs good questions. But customers are less likely to want to participate in that and give you good information if they don't trust you. And part of building that trust is to personalise and have that warmth around that experience as quickly as you can. And so using the name is a key, key part of that. And so that one behaviour, was a, it was a great springboard for then the next part of their focus, which was improving the conversation, uh, which means asking better questions. And so typically what was happening with the, uh, which is true of most travel providers when you ring up, is you ring up and you say, yeah, I'm inquiring about making a booking, and you, some customers will give a lot of information, others will just say what I just said, you know, keep it very short. Uh, most staff, and this was true with Discovery, will jump to asking specific questions that relate to what is the information they need to get from you as a customer to process the booking. What are the dates of travel? Who are you traveling with? Who's going to be staying? You know, how many adults, how many kids? Um, and maybe, you know, what type of accommodation are you interested in? Typically, that's it. So what they discovery focused on with me making some recommendations around that was to broaden out that initial conversation to have you stayed here before? Uh, what's your reasons for traveling here? Um, you know, you've been, have you looked online? Well, how was that? What, you know, tell me more about, I suppose, the specific needs and interests that you have from not only your accommodation, but also the, our facility, the park. You mentioned you got kids, you know. So these these um, questions that have led in from, from the conversation then being you know rolling along beautifully, you're able to then discover what they'll discover yes. <laughs> discovery parks. Yeah, um, you're able to discover what extra things they will require on their trip. Yes, which is then maybe going to increase their night stay, well, which will then re- increase revenue. I would absolutely. Well, a customer say. comes in saying, "Oh, we're we're thinking about staying for two or three nights because you've got." personal insight yeah. early in the conversation it means you can start to make recommendations Great. tailored to the individual mm-hmm. um and their needs that could expand not only well increasing the chance of them deciding to book with you yeah. but actually uh increasing the the level of that 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 well, commitment that investment also the in your level facility of satisfaction for them being on that holiday they're not going to be feel shortchanged of going to a place and going, oh, if I'd realised this, I would have exactly. stayed another day or two. Buyer's yeah. remorse. Yeah. <laughs> or that, yeah, it's so, such a, exactly, which is, and they understood that. Discovery understood the opportunity and then through their business, they're trying to drive the fact that, you know, you're not just, when you ring up 
travel providers, you're not booking accommodation. Mm. The accommodation is a means to an end. What's the end? It's the holiday. Mm. And the experience and the emotions that flow from having a holiday with your partner, with your family. and and Going to the right right restaurants. Having the experiences of the area. Yeah. And certainly even in caravan parks, because what makes you go to a caravan park, especially for kids and Mm. young families, et cetera. Mm. I mean, it's perfect. And some of these parks are incredible with their facilities, you know, in terms of water parks and a whole lot of other locations, beach access, et cetera, let alone things in the park itself. So... Uh, but what we found is too many staff were just focusing on the accommodation. So by expanding out the conversation up front, it gives you opportunities to then expand the information later on, but not in terms of time, mm. being more targeted in what you decide to talk about. Because if it's important to this you know, because you find out that they've never been here before, they're really excited about coming here and why they've decided to inquire about staying with you is because of that that thing they saw on the website or that friend they spoke to who did stay there and they suggested that you've got to go here because of the beach, because of the water slide, because of the restaurants, whatever it is. If you get that in- insight up front, it means you can really focus on those things when you do get to talk about and educate them on, on the actual solution that you're providing. Um and being targeted in your how you educate a customer, uh, relevant to them, rather than just delivering generic information that mm. you deliver to everyone on the same, you know, every time, yeah. that's the key. Absolutely. Because it means that individual it can make a more confident decision around, yes, this is right for me, and in fact get excited mm. by it. And if you can trigger, you know, emotion, they'll make a decision to buy and they'll do it with you while they're on the phone with you. And, and so... From that, how did did their sales um, go over that time then? Well, it's still early days to see how that flows through in terms of commercially, you know, the revenues, et cetera. But here's just one aspect of, you know, later on in a call, one of the specific skill sets that we measure, uh, did they ask for the booking? So you give this great information. Do you actually ask (laughs) to lock that in? Of all the stats we measure, and this is not just for Discovery Parks, this is across the board. In fact, this is across not just the travel sector, this is all industries. Mm -hmm. In all the years of doing this, across thousands upon thousands of calls uh, around, you know, customers ringing to to make inquiries, looking to buy stuff, only 33% of staff ever bothered to ask for the business, for the sale. Really? And in the case of asking for the sale in terms of travel, it's asking for for the booking for that. Do you want to go ahead with this and lock that in? Um, And how does So sales 101, don't ask, don't get. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What would you expect the uh, improvement to be on on that percentage then Well, with the training? Yeah. Well, for any client we work with, it depends on, you know, sometimes that can take time because it's about changing habits. Yeah, it's not instant. Yeah, and, and it depends on the model that's in place. Um, for discovery, well, with the solution that I said, a measurement solution with targeted recommendations, one of those being you need to ask for the booking more, that was a priority focus for them. Mm-hmm. They increased that. So pre and post training, it was um, 35% of the time that was happening, slightly above, I suppose, industry average. Uh, but that jumped to 80%. Wow, that is incredible. So that alone would no doubt have an impact on uh, getting more business. Absolutely. Even, even, but here's the other thing. If you then do other things like we've talked about getting the name, having improved conversation, showing greater interest in the customer's personal situation, um, then when you do ask for the booking, 
they're more likely to say yes. Yes. And, and because you've made it about them, you've been able to tailor your response because you've got good personal insight. And so you're making it easier for them to make the decision. So it's the twofold aspect of, uh, yes, ask the question, but it's also what you do leading up to that. Uh, and if you've got good needs discovery, have a bit of a chat, get a bit more, get the customer telling you what, you know, about themselves and their holiday and what they're excited about and even things they're worried about. If you get that on the table early, then when you do give the information, you can be more targeted. And then when you ask for the business, you can do it with more confidence. Because here's the thing, like when, when this is done poorly, even if staff are being taught you need to ask for the business, often when we mystery shop, you hear it come out like an awkward sort of they're afraid of the question and it's this big, scary thing. When if you've done the steps before well, asking for the booking actually just becomes a quite an easy, natural consequence of the good conversation oh, you've to- had. It totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. What, what are some other things that you discovered with, um, your, with the statistics yeah, look, they had some great turnaround in um, uh, a number of key areas. Look, one of those, we talked about the importance of that needs discovery. So the real, and this is the heart of any good sales process, yeah, good conversation with, with good questions. Good questions means you get good info, information, as we just said. Um, so we have a, there was a, I suppose, does the staff member engage the customer in open conversation? So rather than those specific questions that I mentioned around, you know, give us your dates for your travel, how many people, very transactional things. Have you been here before? Tell us about what's prompted your call. You know, what are the, what are the reasons for looking at this, our, our facility? You know, what, what are the things, specific needs that you have from, from our, our park? You know, whatever it is, just ask good questions that generates personal insight. Um, that's showing interest in a customer increased by 46%. So there is now 46% more of the time that when you ring a discovery park, they're going to ask some good questions that are about you and give you the chance to talk about yourself and what's important to you. And that just transforms yeah. the, the experience. Benefit. It's the, the benefit of, of – they're the benefits just from the conversations coming out of um, – between you and the, the customer. That's right. That's good right. conversation and what flows I mean, from that's that. That's only 50%. That's incredible. Yeah, so huge, huge improvements there. Um, but, you know, there's still a long way to go. Um, but the good thing is they've proven to themselves, and this is what I'm always striving for as an initial breakthrough with clients, getting this, this sort of uplift in quite specific areas that have had a focus. Mm. It means it shows that if you do focus on these things, give the right training, measure the right things, and having that done independently means it can be trusted, yeah. um, then that combination is it makes them believe that what's – you know, further improvement is possible. If we invest more in training and ongoing development of our staff and our people, we're going to see not only the business results, but also from, a, I suppose, as an employer, <laughs> they improve their staff, employee satisfaction. If you have happy staff, because staff have changed habits and now start, they're having better conversations, that makes them feel better about their work and the impact they're having with their customers. That then means they're more receptive to new things that you want to get them to do and 
it starts to snowball. So it's really exciting with what the, not only what they've done so far, but certainly where it's where it's heading. Well, thank you for those insights, Simon. Really appreciate that. And um, and I'm sure you've helped a lot of people out there also make a decision too to, to work on that side of their business. I mean, Discovery already have a great reputation and they've only just proven to be sort of making it better, a Absolutely. better experience for their customers. So thanks for coming in today. And That's all right. And it's been great um, chatting to you. And we look forward to a few more chats this year. You're coming in and uh, having a word to us with um, some other different sides of business and customer service over the next 12 months so um yeah and especially in the travel sector just seeing how that um plays out not only with discovery but there's a few other clients now that i have in this space and uh um the opportunity for i suppose to finish with for, for businesses out there and your listeners is uh yeah have a look at what's happening at that key moment of truth when that customer picks up that phone and has that first direct interaction with you as a business that's not your website do you know what's happening uh, and is it is it as good as it can be to maxim- create a strong first impression? Yeah, yeah. So when they do physically visit you, if they've made that booking, you, it's actually just a flow on from what they've already experienced. They've already, yeah, they've already had that, that taste. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the, I suppose, a key thing to leave you with, but they're really excited about the next uh, 12 months, Jack, and Sounds working with good. you. Thanks for listening to I'll Meet You in the Lobby, and we look forward to bringing you our next episode in a fortnight's time. You've been listening to I'll Meet You in the Lobby, hosted by Jacinta Phelan. This podcast is produced, edited and recorded by Simon Blair from 5 Degrees. Contact Simon on 0407 002 113.